And welcome to the podcast. I'm starting it alone before Laura comes in. So let's just see what she says when she comes in. Hello there. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> I said, I'm going to start the podcast alone. Let's see what Laura says when she comes in. Hello there. <laughs> Hello there. Hello there. How's it going? Good, you? Thanks for being a guest on my podcast this week. <laughs> You wouldn't ask me to be a guest on your podcast. No, you wouldn't. Same way you wouldn't ask me to be a guest on your podcast. You're not a DJ. And I'm not a ballerina, I suppose. <laughs> I don't have a ballerina podcast. Oh, well, you haven't broken the news yet. What about my ballerina podcast? Yeah. I We should give the exclusive to the Zoocast. About my ballerina past? Yeah. Ballerina podcast. Ballerina podcast. I, this is very strange. This is almost stranger than you calling me Squidward during the week. You can just give the give the exclusive about the ball, ballerina podcast. Uh, okay, baller, ballerina podcast exclusive. Um, give the title. Laura Bracken Twinkle Toes. <laughs> Pivot. That's a ballerina move, isn't it? Pivot. Yeah. No. I think it is. Pivot is just like tw- that's a basketball move. No, I think it's a ballerina move. I'm going to Google this now. It anyway, is. when is the ballerina podcast coming out? Uh, September 24th. How long did you do ball- uh, ballet for? Uh, I did ballet for the first six years of my life. Did you actually? Yeah. <laughs> of course you did. No, I didn't. Did you not? No. Yeah, did, you did. I did Irish dancing from when did I was. Did you? Uh, Get up there, give us a jig. Hey, hey, hey. Stand on the table, give us a jig. No, no, stand on the table, give us a jig. You can. Health and safety. I can't be. It's sturdy. Come on. Jazz, we're in a panini. We're in a global panini. Um, sorry, I'm going back to is pivot a ballerina. I'm putting my money. Yeah, on a now. ballerina's pivot. Yeah, it's a thing. Sure, anyone can pivot. Oh, I'd like to see you try pivot. pivot. That's not really a pivot. It's pivot. That's a, it's not a ba- yeah, but it's not a, it's not a ballerina pivot though. Yeah, it's a basketball pivot. I just mean you didn't point your toe. You like can't a see my toes in my big shoes. I was shoes. watching your toes underneath these big bean swasher runners I have on. Bean Squashers. Yeah, Ballydung bean squashers. <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, that's this, is what, a, this is the strangest that's introduction what they, uh, to the podcast of all time. That's what one of the fellas I went to school with called school shoes. You know, you either have the fellas with the big Ballydung bean squashers, as in, as in the big, thick, rubbery soled shoes, or else you'd have the, I think they're just called the floorboards, this, the, like the kind of slick, skinny school shoes. I hated those big bean squashers. I don't even know what bean squashers are. You know, the big, thick, rubbery soles. Like dubes. No, not dubes. No, no, no. You definitely wore dubes. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I didn't. You did. I didn't. (laughs) I definitely was not a dube wearer. I wore, like, dolly shoes and Keds. You remember Keds? The runners. Oh, yeah. I wore, like, black Keds. Scumbag. (laughs) Hey! Why? Scumbag wearing Keds to school. They were comfy. And I had black Converse as well. I wore runners all the time in school. But you know... What did you wear? Floorboards. Are they like the, the the square brown yokes? No, just like skinny <laughs> black like floorboards. Guys, I wear floorboards. Do you outs? Do you know I have outs tattooed on my leg? Like this outs. This skinny like black school uniforms shoes, but like um, just like suit shoes. Okay, what do you call them? Shoes. Yeah. <laughs> what do you call them though? Is there a name for like suit shoes? Uh, Formal shoes. Like a dress shoe. Yeah, I suppose like a dress shoe. Yeah. But like a school uniform dress shoe. <laughs> But just not the bean squashers. The big thick yokes of buying shoes on. 15 quid. I, I, you have to Google them for me. I can't imagine them. I, bean squashers. Like they're not officially called bean squashers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what comes Obviously up on Google not. when I search bean squashers. Probably, Probably just someone jacked. in their bare feet squishing grapes in a big barrel. <laughs> Do you remember that video that went viral of the woman that was squashing... Uh, Squashing grapes on the telly and she fell out of the barrel. <laughs> Let's see if I can pull it up here. But, um, wine. Uh, grape squashing on telly. <laughs> grape 
squishing lady. <laughs> I hope it's still on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that's it. These are filled with Chamberson grapes, and the winner this Saturday who stopped music, eating international foods, having wine tours and tasting, vineyard tours, seminars, arts and crafts. It's a lot of fun, a whole day. Stop. Oh, oh. That came out in like 2008 or something. That's a very old clip. It's on YouTube on 2010. That's oh, good. Anyway, bean oh, squashers. Bean squashers. I can't say I, I'm familiar with them. Thick sold. Let me see. Thick sold uh, school shoes. Yeah. Hang on. Uh, this is a quite of a visual podcast intro. You know, like those. Like now. <laughs> Before in my you life, no, the big thick yeah, ones. I don't care. Anyway, you never you didn't wear to school. You'd never see me wearing those, is what I'd say. Right, I'd tell you. And this this all stemmed from jazz. I'm actually worried about how much of a compulsive liar you're becoming. <laughs> it's not a compulsive liar. <laughs> I think no, you are. No, I think not. we need to intervene. So earlier on in the week, you'll probably hear it in the podcast. Jazz basically was Look, like, "Look, that's not a lie. I'm bringing up your I'm bringing up your past, your ballerina past, and you were called Squidward." You can talk when you hold a hand sanitizer. <laughs> talk right. when I want. So, I'll, talk <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you off the podcast. Actually, do you know what? You're off the podcast. I'd love to go home. That'd be great. You're off the podcast. Oh, you can't swear on the podcast. You can. No. You can. Good thing your mic was down, eh? <laughs> Thanks for that. Oh, that's foresight. <laughs> Call me Bruce. Um, no, but you are. Bruce foresight. Anyway, are you going to let me tell my story? We'll see. <laughs> so... At the start of the week, you were like, it's a zoo crew with Jazz and Squidward. Yeah, we're, bring, we're bringing this back because Laura was called Squidward in school. I actually, I actually don't think that's going to be in the podcast. Absolute lies. I was not called Squidward in school. You were. And it's wasn't. okay. It's, you have to just accept these things from your why, past. Why are you always lying? Why are you lying? Why are you lying for? Why are you lying for? And then also another lie saying, oh, your ballerina podcast. I never did ballerina in yeah, my it's life. It's just funny to make stuff up. I never did ballet even. I never did ballerina in my life. I was a dancer at so my young age. Guess what dancing I did? What? Guess what dancing I did? Irish dancing. Yeah, good. Good memory. Yeah, I did Irish dancing. <laughs> Seven minutes ago. Yeah. There you go. So when is your ballerina podcast coming out, Squidward? I told you, September 24th. Aha, there's no 24th of September. You lie. Yes, there is. <laughs> I'm actually really enjoying making up lies. <laughs> not enjoying your humour this week. It's anyway, so tiring. Sad news, and this isn't a lie. Jazz Jumpers Joy postponed again. Pain in the yeah, ass. Yeah, it's really annoying. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz uh, do you know what? It feels like this isn't a real podcast intro because you don't have our headphones on. No, can we do another one? No, this is good <laughs> stuff. There's just the right amount of truth and lies in this podcast intro. Yeah, good luck finding out what's the truth and what's the lie. Email me, I'll get back to you. Yeah, jazz.never emails black back dog. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, all right. Hotmail at hotmail.com. That's jazz, yeah. Hotmail at hotmail.com. Nah, jazz.keen at spin1038.com. I will reply. I like emails. Um, what else this week? Um, we ta- Oh, we talked about places where you've uh, had a nap in work. Yeah. A lot of, lot, of, lot of work nappers going on out there. Yeah, not me though. Mind yourself. You though, yes. You, you just mastered napping with your eyes open. Yeah. To fool me. I'm asleep right now. <laughs> Alright, we better go. Enjoy the podcast. <laughs> Bye. We better go. Laura's taxi's outside. I can't believe you get a taxi to work.
Bye. Uh. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Yeah, so look, I was intending on having a nice chill start to the week and, you know, ease my fe- myself into Monday and yeah. all that good stuff and that's grand. Although I didn't, I didn't know that I had to, you know, get some food ready for the week because I had a bad food week last week and, you know, mm. you know as well as I do that when you don't do your meal prep, you know, we're in here at dinner time and if you don't have dinner with you, you just go out and buy some microwave jobby. Delicious! But not so good for your belly nor your wallet. No, so you need to meal prep. What is it? Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Yeah, there you go. Zoo crew with Jazz and Roy Keane over here. <laughs> so I went out. I went out knowing that uh, I had to get a few bits. Then, from a message from the heavens above, my mom says I'm going to make lasagna. I was oh, like, oh, nice. brilliant! I then love she, when that happens. Then the message was met with sadness when she says, "Will you run out and get lasagna bits?" I was like, oh, okay. Look, she's yeah. going to do the hard graft here. I'll go out and get the bits. Uh, so one of the things on the list was cheese sauce okay you know mm-hmm. like powdered cheese sauce you kind of make together with milk and that sort of yeah, stuff yeah. that's grand went to the usual supermarket they didn't even have lasagna sheets what I know so weird they had like lasagna sauce and stuff everyone out here making lasagna what's going on no but they don't even stock it so no one in your area makes lasagna. There's no demand for lasagna sheets. Just, just that one supermarket, which is a big supermarket, just don't stock lasagna sheets. So I was like... That is so weird. Strange. So then I was like, okay, I won't even bother looking for cheese sauce here because they're not going to have it. Because I knew they wouldn't anyway. I was yeah. like, do you know what? We'll save that for the next place. Went down to the next place and that was a smaller supermarket. I'll grant them that. They had lasagna sheets. I was like, Grant, didn't have cheese sauce. I was like, oh, here, I might as well just not buy the, the lasagna sheets here and go to the next supermarket. Oh, my God. Now I'm on to supermarket number three. I'm pissed off because I wanted a chill morning. Doing a supermarket sweep over Doing here. Doing a supermarket sweep of the locality. Went into supermarket number three. Found the lasagna sheets. That's grand. Then I was like, okay, the cheese sauce. And I know this isn't a regular thing you buy all the time. Mm. And I must have been doing laps and zigzagging my way through the aisles in the supermarket for, no joke, I'd say a good 10 minutes until I eventually found the cheese sauce. So hard to find. And did the did supermarket one and two not even have the jar of the white lasagna no, sauce? No, we don't use that crap. You don't use it? No, no. Don't use that crap. I don't, I, don't, I don't make lasagna, so I don't know. Do you not? Not really, no. Hell? My sister usually makes it and I just eat hers. Yeah. Well, no, this is this is Mama Keen's recipe. So, Mama Keen. So, <laughs> passed down from generations. I don't know. She she uses the powdered cheese sauce, so I was on the hunt for that. I've actually don't think I've ever heard of powdered cheese sauce. I think people use white sauce a good bit as well. Again, I don't really know. Anyway, this cheese sauce. <laughs> if any Italians are listening, apologies. <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> I have come to the conclusion that cheese sauce is, without a doubt, the hardest thing to find in the supermarket. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. I've been having some mad dreams. I hope I'm not in them. You were, you and your Funny. girlfriend were in my dream last week. I told you about yeah. me dreaming that the three of us went away for a night together and we got three single beds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny you should say that because you were. Oh no, was I? Yes. You were in one of my dreams. Why do we keep dreaming about each other? No, 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 not oh, that no. music. Not that oh, music. Oh my God. This music. <laughs> I don't, I, I What do you think I'm about to say? I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, I thought you and your boyfriend's wedding. No, I proposed to you in my dream. Oh, please, no. No, I didn't. I hope I said no. No, I didn't. But my dream was, that we were, and it was very real. Okay. I had, when I woke up the next morning, I had to think to myself, 
did this happen on Friday? You oh know, with all, with all the thrill of like the the build up to the skydive, it not happening. I knew it wasn't really taking in a lot of information last week, and I was like, "Good God, this could have happened," and I was just very oblivious to it. Did you really have a dream where you proposed to me? No, I had a dream. Well, I think <laughs> it was a dream where we are all in here in the office, and your boyfriend works in the office. Yeah. And he proposed to you in front of everyone here in the office. And my God, was it was it so vivid and real honestly why God. are you so obsessed with me getting engaged like it's actually getting weird at this point like why do you want to see me engaged so much I just think it's, it's gonna happen soon but just stop and I just think if it didn't happen on your surprise birthday away there a couple of weeks ago the office would be the perfect perfect place for a proposal oh that's my idea of hell like I love you all but like a public proposal for me I would cringe so you know the way not in, for me you know the way in here now there hasn't really been a lot of the office staff and people in fully in <laughs> yeah. ages yeah. But you know the way that's ha- why it hasn't happened in here we want, we want the full <laughs> audience we want the office to be at full capacity but you know the way in usual times when, when it's someone's birthday in here people will often you know do a cake and get some decorations and yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the office will kind of stand up and sing, stand up like the, like the national anthem but like people will kind of gather around and sing happy birthday there's a bit of a bit of a hype yeah yeah, yeah the proposal was just like that and everyone stood up and Every, went, da, 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 da. everyone was just in a circle and I think everyone kind of knew but you because you were <laughs> you were li- so literally just swinging swinging around in a blue office desk chair <laughs> sounds just, like me <laughs> just, just like your feet barely touching the ground just being like what's everyone standing up for no joke like you were so oblivious and everyone was just like looking at you and oh then John my. your boyfriend got down on one knee as you were still sitting in an office chair <laughs> I was like Laura will you marry me and you're like yeah of course ah, sure why not I'm free this weekend why not That I just think it's so funny that you are literally out of like all my friends and family <laughs> you and you're the last person who I think would be obsessed with me getting married but you are obsessed with me getting married like it's a bit weird like like are you trying to do you want to be a bridesmaid no no I want to be the celebrant I want to marry you and John. I want to be the person who marries you and John. Okay. Would you trust me? It's not me? that kind of marriage we're looking for, but all right. I'm joking. Uh, polyamorous marriage. Um, polygamy? Polygamy not for us. Can I be the person to marry you and John together? Um, I'll have a think about it. Yeah, it'd be like in Joey from Friends and he comes in in the army suit. Oh, yeah. I don't get the reference. Of course you don't. <laughs> and look, if I and don't... And my, my speech would be all Friends references. Oh, it would really not suit the would, occasion. That would be awful. I might, I might have you DJ instead. Hey, uh, that's hey. there you go. You can, can, you can just play the cha-cha slide on repeat <laughs> for three hours. Done. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. How good is that? New stuff from the weekend. It's called Take My Breath. On Finn, it's Jazz and Laura. I think I'm out of breath. Me too. Jazz, you're so naughty. Ah, stuff. No, I trusted you, and I don't know. I need to find out what's on my story. (laughs) (laughs) You're so so mean. Okay, I'm gonna screen grab that and delete it. Ah, stop. Oh no, five people have seen it. So basically, I was just... So we were, we were talking there during the song. Yeah, you can't come on the radio say, I'm out of breath, then say, Jazz, you're so naughty. Yeah, okay. <laughs> can you give some context, please? Okay. My girlfriend okay. listens to this show. Okay. <laughs> Let me just catch my breath. <laughs> okay, so during the song, there, Jazz and I were talking, and I was saying, disclosure, have Talking. 
wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And I was saying, Disclosure have new music out today. And you're like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah. And I passed you over my phone to show you that it was true. Yeah. And you're like, oh, cool. And then you press play. And then the music was playing off my phone. And then I noticed you started scrolling and typing things. And I was like, oh, no, here we go. This is trouble. So I ran over to your side of the desk to get my phone off you. And you put it back. And then as I came back over my side, you took the phone back. And I, yeah. had to run. I was like cat and mouse. Like duck, duck, goose. Duck, duck, goose. Yeah, I actually managed to take a picture of you looking not so great and, no. and put it on your story. And I know. Five, so I'm quick like that. Five people have seen it. You've done that to me before where you took, I, I showed you. You lettuce in your teeth or something. I showed you a picture in confidence of me with lettuce in my teeth and you posted it to my story. <laughs> no, I uploaded it. <laughs> It's so mean. Anyway, I've deleted it. It's gone. Uh, but five people have seen it, so... There you go. You five people know who you are. You're lucky. Um, over the weekend, though, I felt like my friend's manager. Um, so I met with a friend of mine um, in, in Dublin City yesterday. Mm-hmm. She is basically part of... I don't know if you've heard of... Um, I think it's called... Is it the Dublin Canvas Campaign? Where basically a lot of different artists um, around Dublin have been chosen to... Um, kind of paint murals around the city as a way of kind of just like brightening up the city and uh, just kind of like bringing like flashes of colour around the place and a friend of mine was chosen so I went in to see her I suppose paint What what colour is she flashing? Um, I can't tell you because it's not finished yet it's a bit of of top secret all will be revealed Um, but I went into her anyway to see her yesterday painting her box and it was great but it was really funny because we had she had a high vis on again you need to give a bit of context here (laughs) it's just a box on on the street there's loads of different boxes around Dublin City I think are they (laughs) it's not not like a random cardboard box though no I think they're are they electricity boxes yeah they're like the electricity boxes that that hold like the I don't know the fuses for traffic lights I think mostly yeah I think that's what they they're, are they're just like usually like steel or else kind of green in colour yeah so yeah. so if you're out and about in Dublin you'll probably see splashes of colour and look, people are painting gorgeous murals on them yeah, they're one, amazing one that went viral there the other day was um, a packet of meanies but it was like column meanies yeah so another, like, another person painted um, Michael D. Higgins dogs yeah which I think was just amazing so all of them are really really incredible and um, but the thing was so she had like her high vis on and we had traffic cones because obviously like you kind of have to corner off the area that you're painting you know yeah. kind of keep the, the public away but like where where it was it was it was quite close to a set of traffic lights so a lot of people who were stopped at the red light were like hanging out their windows and they're like hey what what are you doing what's going on and then we were trying to explain before the lights went green that painting me box leave me alone that we're not just you know like spray painting for the crack <laughs> I was like no my friend is meant very to be here very ballsy graffiti artist I know well I wasn't painting I was just there for moral support but so many people that passed like I'd say like in the space of like five minutes like ten different people passed I'm like what's going on here like they'd stop and kind of look yeah. and each time I had to explain like oh my friend is an artist and she's painting this but I was just like I'm giving you a really good sell here. <laughs> I was like, I should basically be your manager. You're like the agent being like, well, my client is actually um, an artiste. Yeah, an artiste. But it was, it, was, it was just really funny. I was like, do you know what? This this could come in handy now, you know? I could, I could be someone's agent. Do you think you could be an agent? Do you think you could be my agent? Because I'm on the hunt for some more gigs now that places are opening up again. You need more than me. <laughs> you, <laughs> oh, come on you, now. You need a bit Go more. On. What would you say to someone now if they were interested in booking me for a gig and I was like, oh, no worries, it has to just go through my agent, uh, Laura Bracken. I'll put you onto her now. What would I say? Yeah. Oh, don't book him, he's a diva. Ah, stop. No. You're getting, don't forget, you're getting a cut of my fee. <laughs> oh, well, in that case. <laughs> and 10% of nothing is nothing, so Still it doesn't nothing. really matter. I know. I would not I'll say he's a very naughty DJ. <laughs> Zoocast with Jazz and Laura.
Claudia, my girlfriend, was raging with me over the weekend. I wonder over, why. Over something that I really <laughs> don't think justified being raged at. Okay. So I'll be the judge of that. I was in hers uh, on Friday night, Saturday morning, we were making breakfast. And we were just down in the kitchen making some food. Uh, Claudia was actually taking care of all the food. I was like setting the table, doing all those really Pret- Pretending to be bits. busy. Yeah, pretty much. In fairness, usually I, I would cook. She was like, I'm going to do it. That was grand anyway. Next of all, doorbell rings. And again, we're in Claudia's gaff, so I go to uh, answer the door while she's cooking the food. I answer the door and there's this man and I was like, hello? Because he'd kind of step back a bit. He was like, hey, hello, how are you getting on? And I was like, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, really good, how are you? He's like, I'm really good, thank you very much. Just want to tell you about a new, a new business that I'm after starting up. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And he anyway, he launched into his big rigmarole. He was like, Look, new business going on, we're sourcing really good food, we have a we have a, a lovely van out there and he's pointing to the van outside on the road, like out beyond the, the driveway. And he's kinda of pointing at it like gesturing to it. So I kinda of like pop my head out the door and have a look at it. He's like, That's my wagon out there. <laughs> Has a big freezer in it. And I was like, All right, okay. okay. He's like, Anyway, we're um we're doing lots of good food deliveries, we're very local, so you know, just to let you know and I was like, Oh, to be honest, I don't live here this is my house but I'll be sure to pass on the information he's like pass on the information that's great I'll tell you about it anyway <laughs> gives me a leaflet he's like that's the van out there it points to the van for a second time he's like come on look that's it there brand new and I was like yeah yeah he's like come here I'll show you the wagon <laughs> and I was like and I was like oh will I actually he's like I'll show you the wagon come on out next of all I'm walking out the driveway I, I have now come out of the house and I'm walking out the driveway to the street where his wagon is Dad, rule number one, you don't follow a stranger to their wagon. <laughs> you absolutely don't. I was only told don't follow a stranger to the van. Nobody ever told me about a wagon. Oh, the wagon, no, you don't do any. So, in fairness now, he was a lovely man. He was a lovely roundy man with grey hair. He was very nice. Yeah. And I was, so kind of before I even knew it, I was out at the wagon. And in fairness, it was pretty cool. Like he had a big freeze, like freezer inside the van. And he <laughs> showed me this big printout of all the fish he's doing. And I was like, to be honest, I'm not the so biggest. So he's selling it. He, he's selling food, basically frozen food direct to your gaff. He's like, look, we do these, all these big packets of food. You know, you'll, you'll buy that in the butcher, but we do it, you know, a big freezer bag, a kilo bag for whatever price. And I was. I was probably gone for 10 minutes and and obviously I could I could feel Claudia ringing me because uh, it was showing up on my Apple Watch. And did Claudia not hear you leave? I think she saw but she also popped her head out uh, mid spiel before I had gone out to the wagon and she was like I'm right. not getting involved. Uh, Claudia's sister was also ringing me because she thought I'd been kidnapped because she could hear all this going on from upstairs. <laughs> and and they were looking out the window. I had now been uh, like gone out off the property on the road at the wagon at the frozen food wagon with <laughs> the man. And if he gave me the spiel of all these kilo bags of prawns, turkey burgers, protein balls, loads of shellfish. I was like I don't even eat fish yeah. but the wagon is lovely and I was like again like I'll, I'll be sure to pass on the info to my girlfriend he's like you can pass on the information to the queen herself I was like okay that is so weird and see ya then I came back into the house and Claudia was like what the hell 
are you doing? You don't go off with a sales rep like that. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I didn't know he's a sales rep. He just told me to check out his wagon. She's like, <laughs> I'm finished breakfast. She had served it and eaten her breakfast. And oh mine was on the gosh. table going cold. And she was raged that I had engaged this fella. She was like, would you not just say, oh, I don't live here. Sorry, I'll take a leaflet though. I was like, I honestly couldn't get a word in because he was so giving with information. Yeah, I'm kind of with your girlfriend on this one. I mean, like, but he look, was you were so de- nice. Yeah, I know you were being polite, but I think you should have just been like, look, because because you've probably given this guy false hope now because you're not going to buy That's from his wagon. That's what Claudia said. Yeah. But, but I was just like... And now he's going to keep coming back to that gaff going, oh, there's a really <laughs> eager guy that doesn't live <laughs> no, here but he might be here. I was just hearing him out. Surely that's all he wants. I told him twice that I don't live there. I know. False hope though, Jazz. You're, you're kind of a horrible person. What? You put your girlfriend through worry and you've given this strange man with a wagon false hope. You should be ashamed of yourself. I was literally only being nice and not saying, no, go nice, away to nice, the fella. Nice guys finish last. Nice guys <laughs> finish last, but that fella had a lovely wagon. Oh. The Zoocast. With Jazz and Laura. I be chuckling. Oh? I be chuckling. Last night I was reading Twitter and I rarely like laugh out loud. LOL. <laughs> you be, literally LOL'd. I be texting LOL a lot, but I rarely be LOLing. Lol. You know? Yeah. I say ha ha and text a lot. I rarely be ha ha out loud. No, it's, it's very hard sometimes to ha ha out loud. Yeah. I do, I do a lot of the, I be reading and I go, the, 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 what is it just, called? A heavy exhale. Just, a more pronounced exhale. I'd be like, oh, I that's, that. that's mild, mildly amusing. You know you've done well when someone <laughs> makes you go. <laughs> get, you, get, you, get you someone who can make you go. <laughs> but I was LOLing last night. So okay. it kicked off with a girl called At Janky Jane on Twitter. <laughs> and the t- tweet reads Props to anyone who tries to be fashionable in Ireland I once wore a red beret in Waterford As in the red French hats Ooh la la A red beret once in Waterford And someone called me Super Mario <laughs> Oh no This of course racked up many 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 tweets, replies, likes, retweets mm-hmm. And the rest And the replies are absolutely outrageous So I'd like to open this up also If you've ever been made fun of or slagged or mocked over something that you've worn Maybe something <laughs> a little bit, you know, a little bit out there yeah. And trendy or quirky and someone has instantly called you up on it and made fun out of you for it now's your chance share with us 87 108 let me read you some of these Owen O'Neill was wearing <laughs> was wearing a vintage Nike jacket in a very long queue for drinks at a boxing match when a Belfast lad goes oh god this is taking forever your man has been here since the 80s <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Patrick Bogan. Early 90s. Oma and Oma. A bloke comes up into the bar wearing a puffer jacket. 120 notes it costs. Everyone is mocking him. The barman says, not sure why you're mocking one. Why you're mocking him. I've one of those at home. The lad gets mocked and goes, see? Told you. The barman says, yeah, it's wrapped around the immersion heater. Oh, that's awful. Uh, Joe Stodge says, a bricklayer I used to work with walked by a sales rep wearing pointy pointy shoes. He asked him, what are those for? Kicking the eyes out of spiders. (laughs) 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 Just like pointy, like flashy suit shoes, do you know? (laughs) Kicking the eyes out of spiders. That's so weird. I've never heard that expression before. Uh... 
Someone goes, I wore a suit with a matching tie and pocket square to my first day of work at an advertising company. I thought I was going to be in Mad Men, I guess. And the staff sent around and signed a communion card for me with a fiver in it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh that sounds like a really fun place to work though Tony says uh, I wore a sleeveless top to training once in about 30 degree heat got called Onslo for about two years oh Onslo like keeping up keeping appearance keeping up appearances yeah. very niche reference very niche I love that show though uh, Andrew says I once ordered a taxi in Belfast for a night out driver pulls up to my house and just says you're not going out like that go back in and change I'll turn off the meter I swear <laughs> I was just wearing normal jeans and a normal jacket The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura I had a moment where few past me was very proud of no hang on i get this right I had a moment today in the supermarket where I was very proud of myself because I did something that I probably wouldn't have been able to do 24 hours ago okay so before the show I was in the supermarket buying a few bits and I'm going to cast your mind back to the show last night, Jazz. We were talking about the things that are the hardest to find in the supermarket. Yeah, cheese sauce and coleslaw. Yeah, you were sent on a wild goose chase by your mom to go and get powdered cheese sauce for the lasagna yesterday. You couldn't find it in three separate different uh, supermarkets. Separate different supermarkets. Different separate supermarkets. Yeah. Um, but I was in the shop um, ahead of coming into work today and I was getting a little snack and I was kind of eavesdropping as you do so I was going down one of the aisles looking for a bit of a snack and I heard uh, another customer talk to a guy who was working there who was stacking the shelves and she's like do you have any of that uh that uh that uh the, the spicy the spicy stuff and he was like what are you talking about she's like you know the stuff that comes in a bottle and then he was like like spicy sauce he's like yeah like the Nando sauce okay yeah and uh, he was like uh, yeah we do and he started kind of getting like a little bit flustered and I could tell like either he just wasn't sure if it was on the aisle that he was on or maybe he was new but I had passed it as I was like just coming onto that aisle and I was like oh it's over there here's me 24 hours ago couldn't find bloody cheese in the supermarket there I am basically running the supermarket 24 hours Not later a little bit scarlet saying to someone after they've just asked a worker yeah no, not really. No, I yeah. felt, no, not really. And he was like, oh, thanks a million for that. And I was like, oh, joke. And he was like, do you want my badge? And I was like... Oh, the fella working there <laughs> yeah. said, do you want my badge? Yeah. As in, like, taking my job. I was like, no, thanks. You're all right. And he's like, oh, okay. Oh, my like, God, that's awkward. I was like, oh, very awkward, very awkward. <laughs> but I was just like, that's really funny because, like, 24 hours ago, we were complaining about how, like, you know, we tend to be struggling with the layout of our supermarkets lately that we can't find things. And here I am in a shop that I don't usually go to. I just happen to be in the area close to work. And there I am, basically running the shop. I was like, oh, yeah, you want oh, you want frozen peas, aisle seven. Oh, you want, you want some fizzy drinks, aisle three. Wait, fizzy three. drinks are never on aisle three. Come on. <laughs> They're always at the back. Shh, Jazz, you weren't in the supermarket, okay? I'd say your man was like, Who is your one? Giving directions in the supermarket. Absolute blow-in. Potentially. Absolute blow-in trying to steal my job. I know, I felt kind of bad then. But then I was like, actually, do you know what? I reckon one of them was like, oh, this this lady wants one of us. <laughs> <laughs> I maybe, thought, maybe I want both of you <laughs> and the sauce two of you boys follow me to aisle 13 we don't have an aisle 13 I know <laughs> unlucky for some lucky for you <laughs> oh god that is disturbing yeah. that was to say those fellas were all disappointed now who said it was two fellas <laughs> you just made that up the zoo cast with Jazz and Laura Wednesday Wood. A good old game of Would You Rather. Would you rather 10,000 euro in your bank account? No questions asked. There you go. Just take it. Or 
Would you rather 100 euro go into your bank account every single time somebody lies to you? It's an interesting one. It really is. I think at first I was definitely leaning towards taking 10 grand because you're like oh how often people lie how long will it take you to earn that same amount if you're yeah. getting in 100 quid goes every time someone lies and also you, you have to know every time someone lies like be very sad it will be very sad but also I'm like people lie it's what it's what people do we've all lied we all lie excuse me I've never told a lie in my life lies <laughs> <laughs> um, so why not you know get a bit of money for it you know Oh yeah, I would have made 200 quid from the show already. Really? Sorry, hang on, sorry, you would have made 200 quid. Have I told lies? What lies did I tell? No, I told, when I was saying Squidward is your nickname. Oh yeah, see it's all coming out now. <laughs> and also, very brave for you to be calling me Squidward and we're the one in the bloody yellow jumper looking like Spongebob. Yeah, well if I'm Spongebob that makes you Squidward. <laughs> I want to be Patrick. <laughs> 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 Very brave of you calling me Spongebob or Squidward when you look like Spongebob. If I am Spongebob, you're beside me. Patrick Starr is an icon of mine. Could be worse. You could have called me Mr. Krabs. Um, which would you rather? You're Mrs. Krabs. Sorry, 10 grand in your bank account or 100 euro every single time someone lies to you. 087-711-1038. She WhatsApps. JK. I would prefer to take the lump sum money because imagine the stress and the hassle of hearing a, a message come through every time someone lied to you. I don't think it would be good for your mental health. And yeah, I'd just rather take the money and not know every time someone lies. Yeah, like you, mm. you'd, get the, you'd get the bleep and you get a hundred quid, be like, oh, another lie. Can I trust this person now? Yeah, I suppose. But then when, I know it would hurt, but like the truth sometimes does come wipe out. Wipe your end. tears with your cash. Yeah. You were telling me not to wipe my arse with cash earlier on, but now you can tell me to wipe my tears? Yeah. Hypocrite. <laughs> and what? <laughs> Clarice on WhatsApp. I'd rather take the hundred euro every time somebody lies to me so I know. Who's lying to me and why? About what? Yeah, you wouldn't know. You might not know. It'll just kind of like ping like a little notification like ding, here's 100 euro. And if you were in a group setting where people, you know, 60 or whatever telling stories, you'd just get the notification. Like it wouldn't say, oh, this is from X. You'd have to work it out yourself, I think. Mm. <laughs> that's that's what I'm thinking anyway. Yeah, and also I'm thinking as well, like, could, like, could this work? Like, could you, like, team up with your friends? If you're, like, three days out from payday, you need to pay your rent. Can you all gather and just start telling each other absolute spoofs? And then, the system. ding, 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 you'd be millionaires. Yeah, maybe. Nikki. You'd make a fortune with 100 euro every day. I would ask my son every day, did you draw on the vault? No, Daddy. <laughs> you can tell me no as much as you want. Yeah. Definitely 100 euro. No, Daddy. <laughs> no, I'm si- I'm sitting on the 100 euro. No, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, sorry, what was that? Couldn't hear you. No, Daddy. No, Daddy. Chloe. Excuse me, 100 euro because I could put on, like, outrageous outfits and ask people, oh, do I look good in this? And you'd get 100 euro every time somebody liked you. You'd be brilliant. And then you can go off and buy really nice clothes. Yeah, very yes. true. And Megan. So I looked it up there and apparently everybody is lied to between 10 and 200 times in one day. So I think I would prefer the 100 euro every time somebody lied to me because you have the potential to make a lot more money. Obviously, it's not in a lump sum, but you have got the potential there to make a lot more money. Um, also, you'd know every single time somebody was lying to you and technically could just ask one of your friends to tell you a bunch of lies in a conversation and 
then you could profit from that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd pick the 100 euro every time somebody lied to me. So that's, I suppose, what we were trying to figure out earlier on. We were like, basically scamming the system. But how, No, but how many lies do you have to be told and how often do those lies come in? If that's Well, that's such a vague average between 10 mm. and 200 lies a day. Who the hell is awake <laughs> long enough to tell 200 lies a day? Well, I suppose you'd be hearing them from other people, but like, still, that's a lot of lies. Like, I probably don't get told 200 sentences a day. No, that is a lot. Dan says, 100 euro every time someone lies because of how many people are in, in coppers are in relationships when I try and pull them. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Laura, it's been a while. But it was, it's only been a couple of minutes. Oh, it's been a cool minute. <laughs> <laughs> like that? Yeah, let's go. I see what you mean. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since the Jazz Keen's mad scenes. It's been a minute since the Jazz Keen mad scene, indeed. Oh my god. What? What's going on? Perhaps the maddest scenes of all. Oh, you, you, may, you may have seen this in the last day or so, but this is absolutely nuts, right? So, <laughs> at a birthday party at a sort of a reptile room so similar to like a zoo or whatever where they have reptiles and you know kids will get to go to see <laughs> I love the music hey, hey, hey. and kids will get to see reptiles up close uh, in Utah yeah there was a, an alligator being fed by a trainer at a birthday party and basically this trainer has been feeding this alligator for years alligator as alligator for years and it's all been grand and you know they're trained professionals they know how to deal with these big scary descendants of dinosaurs yeah next of all the trainer is feeding the alligator and it goes for her <gasps> and latches on oh no to the trainer's hand like full on is like starts to attack essentially and uh they don't know what to do all the kids are like glued to it because I don't know if this is real life or like or if it was like meant to happen or if it's like a fake little show or whatever but this is this is real the trainer's whole arm is in the alligator's mouth and like Ooh. it's essentially going to pull it off her basically oh. next of all a very brave uh, like guy <laughs> I think he's part of this birthday group whatever he's an adult though this guy has massive cojones jumps in and and goes on top of the alligator because he's like there's no one else saving saving this lady like he tries to he sh- tries to um, shout for help but there's nobody really coming he's oh like God. there's danger over here there's danger we got a situation and he knows that he has to get in there because like if you try to pull the trainer back the alligator is also going to pull yeah, and her arm is going to come gonna clean rip off, off. have and a little this- listen okay go <laughs> you don't have two choices you either stay out and he's gonna rip your arm off or you go in and there's a chance that you can keep it So they're shouting, we got trouble over here, we got trouble. And what happened? Is she, did she make a full recovery or what so happened to her he arm? he jumps in. The alligator is splish, splashing around. He is now on its back. You know the way you used to see like Steve Irwin jump on the top of their backs? Oh, yeah. Trying to hold its tail down with his legs, trying to make sure that his head isn't going to swing. Her arm is still in there. Eventually, the alligator lets go and she is kind of pulled out by oh. other people. That's grand. She's safe. This fella is still on top of the alligator's back all alone. Oh and my you can, God. you can see in his face that he's like, what now? What about me? What do I do? Meanwhile, another caring mother has to like whip all the kids away because they're trying to see. They have front row seats to this mad show. And how did and she, get she, out? She, she took it. The mom is like, let's go see the snakes, everyone. Let's go look at the snakes. He's eventually sitting there for like a couple of minutes on top of the bloody alligator. 
uh, it eventually I think he just like takes a moment and just gets up and legs it oh like the alligator God. again could have like snapped and turned around and got him he manages to get it in the raw ground and the trainer is recovering in hospital her, she still has her arm she obviously has some serious injuries an absolute mad scene oh I watched my about, God. I watched it about 10 times last night I couldn't believe my eyes holy God. Like, I, and that's the thing like in that moment you like to think that you'd be able to jump in and save the day but some people would be so scared no that is that is literally a fight or flight moment fair play to that man that guy's balls of steel jumping in on top of an alligator to save someone he doesn't know there's also another fellow who's in the background who's just standing standing there kind of like with his hands like kind of up and ready to go as if he's about to catch a ball but he's he's just not doing anything he obviously just wants to stay there for moral support but fair play to that fellow his name is Donny oh my god I don't think I'd be jumping into any kind of alligator enclosure if an alligator grabbed a hold of me would you not jump in and save me <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to save you no I'd try but like I don't the alligator would have you as a starter he would <laughs> and then I'd be gone the main I'd be gone the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura now Jazz I think I already know the answer to this question but would you describe yourself as a bit of an overthinker no no didn't think so but just in case you ever become an overthinker or maybe you're put into a situation where you are overthinking and maybe catastrophizing things I have a method that I think will help you but more so I think it's going to help me I was going to say is this a piece of information for me or for you I think it's more so for me I'm absolutely an overthinker I think about things too often I drive myself absolutely mad um, but a guy by the name of David J.P. Phillips he's kind of a psychologist what do you think J.P. stands for? Um, I don't know um, I don't know John Patrick I'm joking <laughs> okay Just thinking about his name I'm overthinking now now I'm going to be lying awake in bed wondering what J.P. stands for um, but he's a communication coach and a psychologist and he basically has a helpful tip uh, for you know overthinkers so he basically says look here's a psychological trick that you won't believe until you've actually tried it and it's easy it's super simple so he says you know, if you're one of these people that tends to kind of ruminate and overthink things. Ruminate. Yeah, that's Great a good word. word. Great word, isn't it? That's that just mean like, overthink. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Nice. And um, you kind of dwell on things. If, if you are one of these people, this will help you. So if you find yourself in a state where you're like, oh my God, then this happened, then they said this. What if they meant that? Oh my God, they hate me, blah, blah, blah. If you don't move your eyeballs so apparently <laughs> I know I know this sounds crazy right when I first saw the TikTok too I was like that's a bit mad but when you keep your eyeballs still you are actually preventing yourself from fetching memories and kind of basically creating a scenario in your head so you know when you're like doing an exam or you're basically doing anything your eyes need to be moving in order to kind of fetch memories and kind of process your thoughts apparently yeah so if you keep your eyes still it slows down that process and basically prevents you from doing that when you mean keep your eyes still does that mean like fix your eyes on one point fix your eyes on one point Okay. Isn't that mad? And I and I didn't really I when I first saw the TikTok I was like, there's no way that's true. But then Is it kinda like how you you fix your eyes on one point when you're trying to balance? I've never heard that. What? What? Like you're trying to stand on one leg. Like rather than looking around you, you just put your eyes on one thing. I've never heard that before. (laughs) Never. No, I heard that if you're trying to stand on one leg, you will hold your ear on the opposite side to balance out. 
I haven't heard of fixing your eyes on one place. Apparently, apparently, maybe focusing your eyes on something is the key to a lot of people's problems. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but yeah, so apparently, if if you if you find yourself in a state, and I actually tried it yesterday because I was in a bit of a moment where I was like overthinking everything, and I tried it, and I was like, that actually really helped. Right? Okay. It's How long were you looking at one thing for? Uh, I tried to do. It Are for you allowed like, blink? Oh, you can blink. I think yeah, but I I tried to do it for like maybe a minute or so, but. It does actually help, but but you do find that you you it's really hard okay. when you're in that state to actually keep your eyes fixed. Right, stand up there for a sec. Okay. <laughs> yes. N- now, without doing anything and looking around, balance on one leg. Let's see how long you balance for. <laughs> okay, balancing on one leg. Yeah. Okay. You can take your headphones off if you like. There, I'm on one leg. How are you getting on? He's okay. Yeah. Now keep like look look around. Don't necessarily balance on. Uh, or, or focus on one oh thing. Oh my god, I'm moving my I'm moving my eyes, and it's so much harder. Oh. Now, now just focus on one thing. Look at the top of the screen there. Whoa! Easier. That's so cool. I actually can't see your legs, so I just think you're standing there. No, I, no, I am. I am. I promise. That's mad. There you go. Maybe the trick for a lot of life's problems is to just look at one thing. Yeah. So you want to concentrate. You don't want to overthink. Just focus on one thing in front of you. There you go. There you go. And don't say we can't help you. Maybe if you're drowning in debt, just look at one thing. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Talked about times you fell asleep in work. Yeah, when did you sleep in work? What made you fall asleep at work? And did you get away with it? 087-711-1038. Jenna says, I once fell asleep at my desk in a call centre in Australia. Also, a colleague of mine falls asleep standing up. We are both home care. <laughs> oh no, so you're supposed to be looking after other people and you're falling asleep. <laughs> I love That's it. not good. At a call centre, sure. What else are we doing? Just sitting down on the phone all day. Little snooze. Little snooze, I'm just going to put you on hold now while I, while I check your file and play the nice do 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 You'd fall asleep listening to the hold music. And then just go, for sure. fall asleep, yeah, for sure. Uh, anonymous, I'm a secondary school teacher and one Sunday went for a roast in a friend's house. Oh. A few bottles of wine later, I was a little worse for wear in school on Monday. So during a free class, went and had a nap in my car. <laughs> <laughs> Another teacher came over and knocked on my window to check if I was okay. <laughs> Oh no, it's the fact that another teacher found you. Well, the... well, better than a student finding it. That's true, but like, does that other teacher have your back? Would they go straight to the principal? Who knows? I don't know. Jesus, I thought it was only the students in school who have to worry about being rats, not the teachers yeah, as well. Yeah, worry about the teachers as well. Oh, for sure. Uh, Cathy, welcome to the show. Talk to us. When have you fallen asleep in work? <laughs> Hi, guys. Yeah, um, about 23 years ago, I used to work in uh, mother care, uh, the warehouse. And we'd go out every Friday night and then on Saturday morning we'd have to go in and pick orders. So we'd get try to get as many orders as we could within the space of like an hour, an hour and a half. And then we'd go down to the back of the warehouse, me and my friend, and we'd get into these boxes and they were like six foot long. They were called coffin boxes. So we'd, we'd, we'd get into them and we'd close them over, fall asleep for about half an hour, an hour I think would be the most you'd get. And then you'd hear... Where are the girls? Where are the girls? Does anyone see the girls? And then you just have to jump out of the box and <laughs> get back up and try to pick some orders. But yeah, and then since then, I cannot stand the smell of new cardboard boxes. It torns <laughs> my stomach. And uh, <laughs> did you ever get caught? No, and we never, do you know what? We never even done an order wrong. I don't know how because we used to be dying. <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant. Yeah. I love that. It, it makes it almost worthwhile, the fact that you didn't get caught. 
You know, no, it's a, it's never, a fun memory. never, <laughs> never got caught. That is Love fantastic. Cathy, thanks a mil. Cheers, Cathy. All right, bye. See you now. Bye. We'll talk to you again. Good few more coming in. Shane says, hey guys, I lived less than a five minute walk from my office. Um, after some uh, juicy Thursdays, let's say, on a Friday morning, I used to nip home to my house for a half hour kip wake up have a decent cup of coffee then leg it back to the office this turned into a regular occurrence and was getting away with it until all offices closed because of COVID goes without saying keep this anonymous sorry Shane (laughs) 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 I didn't read that till the end (laughs) I think Jazz just outed you there oopsie ah look there's lots of Shanes in the world there is yeah I'd love to just I'd love to see this story now and obviously like we well you got to work from home for a period of three months. Yeah. You were definitely doing the bare minimum. Uh, no, not during the show. I was definitely awake during during the show, but like it was very, it was, it was actually, it wasn't, it wasn't as enjoyable because, you know, if you napped too close to the show, you, you were groggy then for the show, so you didn't really enjoy it. Yeah, what happened during the nights when you napped during the show? I never napped during well... the show. Show me the proof. Show me the I have, proof. I have all the Zooms recorded. <laughs> uh, I work in a salon. When the clients don't show up or have big gaps in, in between, I go for a nap in the facial room. Oh, there and you that go. That would be nice in the salon. Yeah, nice my, music, and one of those nice little vibes. benches where you chill out. You could put your your head... Oh, no, that's the massage table. It's going to say you can put your head through the hole and everything. <laughs> have a nice Just little... Stick your head through the hole and be out in the light. Yeah, nice little chill one. Light a few <laughs> candles. Be grand. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Jazz's Jump for Joy. Jazz's Jump for Joy. In aid of the Down Syndrome Centre. Me jumping out of an airplane, doing a skydive, raising money for the Down Syndrome Centre. It's been an interesting ride so far. We've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks, last few weeks, probably four or so weeks at this yeah. stage, I'd say. The Down Syndrome Centre, a fantastic charity, doing incredible work for young people with Down Syndrome and their family. Unfortunately, last week it was supposed to happen uh, the 13th, Friday, the 13th of August. We got postponed due to a weather warning from the Skydive Club last week. Yeah. Push forward to this week, this tomorrow, Friday the 20th of August, and (laughs) (sighs) the same, the same thing. I know. Uh, Three o'clock today, just like a carbon copy of last week, I get an email from the Skydive Club saying, weather notice, your skydive booking is affected by unsuitable weather. This is the reality of trying to organise Jazz's Jump for Joy in Ireland with Irish bloody weather. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're forced to postpone again, which is, oh, it's just, it's absolutely so annoying. Like, it's mm. so frustrating because it's nothing, it's nothing that we can control. No. Of course, we can't control the weather. Uh, it is coming from a safety point of view from the club, but it's annoying that, like, just comes in an email being like, ah, nothing we can do about it. And there is nothing we can do about it. We have to just mm. go with it, uh, kind of push it forward a little while um, and then see what the crack is. And then, who knows? The weather might be crap on that day too. So it's incredibly deflating to get that once again. I want this done. I'm excited to do it. I'm still nervous to do it. Yeah. But more importantly, I want it done so we can give the money to the Dance Interim Centre. Of course. like now, it's, it's something that's just kind of hanging over you now, you know? Of course, we are saying, and look, from it being pushed back from last week to this week we gained an extra week in fundraising time and that is an, inc- an incredible positive to take from this yeah. now we are going to have to push it forward again to a date that is yet to be decided it is of course more time 
to, to raise money for the Down Syndrome Centre. Again, that is the positive we are looking at. It's just annoying and frustrating and deflating and disappointing, do you know? Oh no, totally as well, because like, as you said yesterday, Giles, like, you know, you need to psych yourself up for this, like, you are going to be jumping out of a plane that is 10,000 feet in the air. Yeah. So every single night, you know, we come on the show and we're like, three more sleeps, two more sleeps, and you know, you're getting yourself riled up, and then to get an email like that when, you know, the external factor being the weather that no one can control, it is a little, as you said, deflating, and it is disheartening, but look... the wind out of your sail takes the wind literally out of my parachute you don't want to take it but yeah it could be worse it could take the parachute away <laughs> man you just fall to the ground no I would catch you <laughs> wouldn't have to worry about the weather then no, oh no 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 um, nah, but, look, yeah. it's unfortunate and again there's nothing we can do about it it's the weather we are in Ireland it's crap I know why, why didn't you plan this skydive to happen in like Spain you could have booked it in Spain or somewhere <laughs> we left you to book it and you did it on Friday the 13th I you know. could have done it on Friday the 13th in the Costa del Sol I know that would have been nice wouldn't it and, look, <laughs> see, and you know again this is exactly what we said last week it's incredibly hard to accept this when the weather actually turned quite nice there this oh, evening stop, now yeah. in fairness after last week uh, I didn't even before last week I didn't even think the weather would have an impact just because it wasn't in my mind then this week it's all I could think about so I was keeping an eye on the weather uh, in and around the airstrip which is located in Kilkenny and in fairness the weather didn't look good all week it looks quite bad for tomorrow now so Mm. like of course like these weather warnings don't come in and say the booking is affected for no reason like there, yeah. it is there's a legit you, reason you as to why you can't jump out of a plane tomorrow y- exactly you can't be skydiving if it's heavily raining or heavily windy or whatever it's just annoying mm, it's just it very is annoying a bit. but look we won't dwell on look it is disheartening but as we said before we said it last week when it got pushed out to this week it is just more time to raise vital funds for the Down Syndrome Centre they're an absolutely incredible charity they don't get any government funding and we want to you know, it has been a bit of a rocky road, but we want to turn this into a really, really positive thing. You know, we want to raise as much money as we possibly can. And you know, at the end of this, jazz, when you do, it's when, it's not if, it's yeah, when you no, jump out of the happen. plane and when you do the skydive and we hand over the money, it's going to be such an incredible feeling for an even more incredible cause. So yeah. let's keep it going. Let's yeah. keep it going. Positive and, vibes. And by the way, this it's not cancelled. What in? It's not cancelled whatsoever. It is merely postponed. Uh, we're not just pushing this out till it eventually fizzles away. Mm-mm. This is this is the real deal. We have raised a serious amount of money so far, and I also really want to do the skydive. I know, yeah. And, and there's a lot of things riding on it, like physically and kind of um, emotionally, emotionally, and yeah, and like figuratively as well like it's 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 a big step and it's it's a thing that we're doing for the Down Syndrome Centre this week we hit the huge milestone of 5,000 euros so and in, uh, a huge thanks to everyone who's been a part of this journey so far and donated and even thought about donating or donating and hearing the the story so far and the message of the Down Syndrome Centre currently sitting at just shy of 5,600 euros wow now obviously we're going to have to postpone and push this out a little, little bit again the only thing that's going to turn my friend upside down and I'm going to say it now and it could be a little bit bold but I want to hit 10 grand yes. I, I want to hit 10 grand for the Down Syndrome Centre that's essentially doubling what we're on now and I know it's been a few weeks in the build up but look the only like you have to we have to make something of this Absolutely. of this RC situation of the Irish weather postponing this one week so far it's going to be at least I don't know a week or two weeks now anyway so let's just let's just go for it we're well able to get to 10 grand there is an, an incredible community around this show people have shown 
insane generosity so far including mm-hmm. the guys from Timeless Design who chip in a grand uh, getting us to milestones along the way 2,500 5,000 uh, and they have they've contributed so much to that and just everyone who's donated 2 or 3 euro 10 or 20 quid whatever it, it was there's people donating 50s 100s there's people donating 500 quid yeah. just, just on their own bat so that is incredible so look we're at 5,000 594 euro now I want to get this to 10,000 euro by the time we do the jump we don't have a date yet it's going to be either two or three weeks away we think so So let's just go let's push to 10 grand the Down Syndrome Centre deserve every single euro that we can raise and it's we're in a, in a bit of a shitty situation now that it's being pushed out and delayed and it's, it's annoying me more than I can describe and convey via the radio so let's just make it into a positive let's get 10 yeah. grand let's get 10 grand going for the Down Syndrome Centre Jazz's Jump for Joy. It's going to happen in a couple of weeks. We're awaiting the final date. But look, as you said, Jazz, let's let's make this a really, like, a happy story at the end, you know? Let's get 10 grand. If, <laughs> if you want to donate right now, WhatsApp us the word donate 087-711-1038 will send you the donation link directly to your phone that's probably the easiest way you can donate otherwise if you're on Instagram right, right now if you're scrolling can, you can head to my Instagram bio or the spin Instagram bio the link is there you can click it you'll also be taken to the donation page or it's over on the spin website here are the details Jazz's Jump for Joy Jazz's Jump for Joy in aid of the Down Syndrome Center. Head to speed1038.com slash jump to donate. Oh. The Zoocast. With Jazz and Laura. Jazz, do you have like a cutoff point? So like, do you have a, a cutoff time where if you see a voice note coming through mm. and if it's longer than X amount of minutes or seconds, you're like, I can't. I yeah. can't even look at that. Yeah, two minutes, I'd say. Two minutes is your cutoff yeah. point. Yeah. Okay. Like if it's if it's like 150, 151, 152 or whatever, I can just about squeeze it in. Whereas if it's two <laughs> minutes, I know there's a lot going on there. Squeeze and it I, in. I'm actually quite bad for even if I see a text that's like longer than four lines, I'll be like, I'm going ha- to I'm gonna have to like uh, assign myself some time to read that think of my reply no matter what it is yeah. and then go back to it so I'll, I'll often just like not not go to that text until that the next day mad. it's funny it's funny like that because I can understand why some people absolutely hate voice notes that are like over two minutes I think it just says a lot like we're, we're, our attention span we're not able for it but like there are some of my best friends where I would literally like get giddy at the thought of seeing a nice 12 minute voice note there. oh, there's just too much going on I know like 12 minutes is quite excessive and you do sometimes have to take notes yeah I know that's the thing my girlfriend is the same like her and her mates like big long ones and I'm like that's just like voice notes are supposed to be easier than text so if you're having to take notes I know to form your reply to a voice note like get out of here I know but so, so it can be hard though like if you've got a friend like I have a friend living in New Zealand and if we're gonna if we're voice noting like we are our clocks don't match up sometimes so we have to send long voice notes but my boyfriend sent me a voice note today and it was nice it was only a nice one minute 30 oh, yeah. it was absolutely grand quick, on. quick in and out and um, it was just <laughs> sorry <laughs> alright calm down <laughs> and uh, what are you laughing <laughs> nothing at all wait what this is not, the, the laugh isn't even part of the story no 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 well you have to share with this class now I was just laughing like a quick in and out voice note, but voice notes aren't in and out. Like they're just, All right. they're just quick. Um, so I, I was like, oh, I was like, I, I'm really like, I, I was, I was kind of up against time. I had to jump on a Zoom call for half twelve, and I was like, I had so much washing on my bed, and I was like, I need to put this away. I've only got ten minutes. I was like, doing everything, so I was like, right, 
I'm gonna race myself. So I literally it was like it was like Mission Impossible. I felt like Tom Cruise or whatever. Press play on the voice. Tom Cruise or whoever was in Mission Impossible. <laughs> whoever the other fellas that were in Mission Impossible hit play, and I was like, right, I'm challenging myself to get all my washing away in a minute and a half. Oh, that's yeah, that's. It was very intense. Was I was out of breath. I did it. Did you? But they weren't like folded very well. But they were yeah. still out of sight, and I was like, you know, that's a really good thing to do instead of like looking at a voice note and going, oh, three minutes now I have to listen to this person waffle. Challenge yourself to do something. Make your lunch in that time. Just yeah. do something. Chat like make make a little game out of it. I was like, this is kind of fun. Yeah, and WhatsApp have introduced that feature of speeding your voice notes up to one point five or two times the speed. I just find when it's on two times the speed though, you just can't. You don't understand. You can't hear it. It's just like. Like 1.5 you can just about get it in And obviously you're saving yourself 33% of the time Yeah so 1.5 is the one after normal speed Isn't it but it's not as fast as 2 Yeah Yeah, yeah. I think that's about as fast as I could go as well Yeah But it's kind of a nice little trick you know So if if someone does send you one of those juicy 17 minute ones Just be like right well I'm going to do my shopping (laughs) While I listen to this Yeah Multitask Do your shopping Do your shopping Do Do whatever you can Yeah what if you have no friends like me um, I, 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 could, I could happily send oh, you No, seven. no, thanks No, no, no Taking myself for. a hole here <laughs> The Zoocast With Jazz and Laura It's kind of like a running joke in the show, Laura That whenever we have a, a bonus anything We <laughs> refer to it as the bonus Jonas and We do The bonus Jonas reference comes from uh, Frankie Jonas Who is the, the other Jonas brother Who yeah. isn't Kevin, Joe or Nick Yep, well done and, uh, Someone's a fan He just isn't isn't really in the music business and he is no. the bonus Jonas he's a little bit younger than the brothers as well I think there's kind of like maybe like a five year age gap yeah so when the so when the brothers were quite big and in their teens he was kind of like a little kid yeah. and he just used to always be in the background their fan photos and all and they just he, they, he just got the nickname the bonus Jonas because he wasn't part he's, he's a Jonas brother yeah. but he wasn't part of the Jonas brothers yeah. you know well he hates the nickname <laughs> you know what I wouldn't be surprised nah, you know you'd absolutely hate to be known as the other one or the bonus one or the one that's not in a band yeah exactly <laughs> well British Glamour have a, a, an article up about some other celeb siblings that you might not have known about oh amazing hit me now I don't think these are hating being the other one it's just bonus Jonas because it's an unfortunate nickname <laughs> but maybe you didn't know about this Harry Styles has a sister Gemma Gemma Styles. Yeah, isn't is she a makeup artist? A writer and journalist. Ah, oh, close enough. Close enough. Seven point four million followers on Instagram though. Yeah. But you think a lot of that is just from being Harry Styles' sister though. She's well she's established in her own right, but I'd say you know, a lot of it was Hi, I'm Harry Styles' sister. Yeah, definitely. And I'd say it's the same for a lot of a lot of these as well that I'm about yeah. to tell you about. But just being the sibling of a really successful person, I'd say it's great, but also It's very hard really to be annoying. your own person. Really annoying. Know? Rihanna two younger brothers okay uh, didn't know that Rory and Rajad didn't know that I there know, you go Martin. also I was baffled with this one Justin Bieber has a younger brother too I think he's got two younger siblings Jackson spelled J-A-X-O-N how cool is that he's yeah. only 11 I think he and he has a new baby new baby sibling as well little baby sibling little baby sibling yeah nice Taylor Swift younger brother Austin Austin Swift Austin Swift never heard of him Austin Powers uh, very handsome fella as well kind of looks like a guy version of Taylor Swift I'd imagine so but they are siblings <laughs> like nice luscious blonde hair uh, <laughs> calm down uh, Ryan Gosling Gosling oh, Ryan Gosling has a sister <laughs> has a sister yeah Mandy Mandy oh, Gosling Mandy uh, of course I think everyone knows about this one but Jake Gyllenhaal and Maggie Gyllenhaal brother and sister yeah they're related both famous actors I know yeah there you go uh, this is an interesting one I only found out kind of recently 
kind of randomly as well but uh, Gigi Hadid Bella Hadid of course they're well known but they have a brother as well called Anwar who yeah. is going out with Dua Lipa yeah mad scenes someone clearly didn't watch The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills you would have known about Anwar I think I knew about that from Claudia actually because okay. she watches yeah. there you go um, Brad Pitt <laughs> younger brother Doug I was going to say his name Arm brilliant Armpit brilliant <laughs> and uh, of course like Brad Pitt one of the like Doug Pitt like I dug a pit Bob brilliant <laughs> even better than Arm and Brad Pitt's so handsome Doug Pitt unfortunately not as handsome I just oh, that's just Doug come on Doug you coming Doug catch up to Brad he's so handsome and more successful yeah Brad is like the quarterback and Doug sounds like the the younger brother in the like I don't know why are you using an American football analogy why, why wouldn't I? So random. They're American. So random. <laughs> it's so random. J Lo, two sisters, Linda and Leslie. Lin- oh. Linda Lopez. Leslie Lopez. I didn't know she had siblings. Yeah, there you go. Uh, not the only one from the block. There you go. <laughs> I did not come up with that joke myself. Okay. Uh, and Kylie Minogue, obviously Danny Minogue, brother, er, brother and sister. Sister and sister. And they have a brother called Brendan. <laughs> Brendan Minogue. Brendan Minogue. And he's a news cameraman. Brendan Minogue just sounds like, you know, the fella from down the road, doesn't he? I popped in there to Brendan Minogue. Get sounds a like an ice hockey goalie or something like that. So- <laughs> <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. The mystery guest. Who is this person? are another Thursday evening on the Zoo Crew Jazz and Laura Mystery Guest. Oh, I'm excited. It's been a rocky few months on few weeks on Mystery Guest as there's been a couple of wrong guesses. It's been it's a little bit it's been a bit bumpy the last few weeks. Yeah, we may have had a little bit of a falling out over one kind of controversial mystery guest who yeah. we won't we won't name, but they'll be here at ten o'clock. Bashing yes. out ten spin hits in a row. You know who you are. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it is my week to be in the hot seat. It is indeed. So I have invited a mystery guest to the show tonight on Jazz. It is up to you to guess who it is. All right. First hello is always the most daunting. So let's jump straight in. Hello, mystery guest. Hi, how you doing? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm sensing either mystery guest said hello twice in two different styles or else we have more than one mystery guest. That's for us to know and for you to find out, Jazz. Okay, Jazz, you're going to get 60 seconds on the clock to guess, to ask our mystery guest as many yes-no questions as you possibly can. This is vital time for you to form your, your vision of who is on the phone. Are you ready? I'm your ready to go. time starts now. All right, mystery guest, are you in Ireland at the moment? We are not. You're not. Are you in the UK? Yes. <laughs> are you from the UK? I'm guessing yes. One of us is. Oh, one of... Oh, is the other from Ireland? No. Okay, is it just the two of you in whatever you're doing? It is. Okay, are you involved in music primarily? Yes, we are. Okay, so um, are you just singers or do you play instruments as well? Uh, neither. Neither. Are you music producers? Yes. Are you DJs? Yes. Have you been DJing, touring for longer than five years? Mm. No. Uh, okay, have you been touring for longer than a year? Yes. Do you have more than one official single out? 
No. And time, that oh. is 60 seconds. Oh, my goodness. All right. Jazz, how are you feeling <laughs> after a... speaking to mystery guests? Yeah, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> as soon as I said, are you singers or do you just play, or do you play instruments as well? I was like, we don't even know if they're singers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mystery guests, this is your time to shine. Uh, you can now give Jazz three clues, three pieces of information about you to help him or hinder him however you're feeling um, and Jazz will, 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 will piece these up alongside his 60 seconds worth of questions and he will try and guess who is on the phone Okay, so uh, as mentioned, one of us is from the UK, the other is from Greece Okay uh, We only have one single uh, out which samples an old 90s tune <laughs> Okay Okay and the third piece of information is uh, we are fairly big on TikTok. Okay, so there you go, Jazz. There are your three pieces of information. What have you learned about our mystery guest so far? Okay, I'm going to go off and compile my thoughts and see what we can come back with. Uh, mystery guest, are you okay to stick with us for a couple of minutes before we make our guess? Of course we are. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Mystery guests, you're still with us. We are, we are. Okay. okay, this is what we like to call squeaky bum time. We have a yeah. couple of guests in already uh, to try and suss uh, from people listening who is going to be our, who is our mystery guest. Um, Lorcan says, have you gigged in Ireland before? We haven't, but we'd love to. Okay. Uh, Caitlin says, she's just going for it. She says, are you Disclosure. <laughs> I don't think Caitlin's listening properly because Disclosure are brothers and I don't think you guys are brothers um, Could be <laughs> Harry says Have you had a song that featured on Love Island yet this year? We have You have Okay, okay right and so what I learned a couple of minutes ago in my uh, 60 seconds was that these guys are in the UK right now one of them is from the UK um, they are primarily involved in music. They don't sing nor play instruments. They are, in fact, music producers and DJs. I think that's as far as I got in my questions anyway. We also learned in the three nuggets of information that uh, one is from the UK, one is from Greece. Um, oh, I also learned that they haven't been touring for longer than a year and they, have w- they only have one s- official single release at the moment. Um, and the information, back to the information, is that that tune samples an old 90s tune and these guys are fairly big on TikTok. So this is what is in my brain right now. Jazz, do you think you have it? Because normally at this point in the show we get kind of, we either get really quiet or we get really cocky because we think we know who's on the phone. Where where are you sitting on the fence at the moment, Jazz? What vibes am I giving off? You're giving off nervous vibes, but I think that you're kind of trying to bluff me. I'm going to smash this. Yeah. I'm going to smash this out of the park. (laughs) (laughs) I hope. All right, Jazz. (laughs) This is what we call Squeaky Bum Time. Are you ready to guess who is our mystery guest? I am ready. Mystery guests, are you, in fact, when you come together and do your thing together, switch disco? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Smash this. Oh, what an honour. Switch disco. You are very, very welcome to the zoo crew. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having us.
Oh, it's an honour. Oh, uh, I've been so giddy all week. You don't know how hard it is not, <laughs> not to call you by your names on the phone when I'm trying to keep you a secret. Mr. Switch and Mr. Disco? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Switch Disco, are you okay to stick with us? Because we want to have a proper catch-up and a chat in a couple of minutes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. It is correctly guessed by Jazz Keen this week's mystery guest. <laughs> it's Jazz Keen. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get to that one week where I'm like, surprise, you're your own mystery guest. Uh, we are joined on the line by the one and only Switch Disco. Guys, how are you getting on? Thanks, Jazz. Yeah, we're really good. Thank you. How are you guys doing? Yeah, We're really, really good. good. Dan and Nikos, it is so great to have you here. We, I, it's been it's been such a giddy week. I uh, trying to keep this one a secret from Jazz has been <laughs> so hard. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks. But it's been a mad year for you two. Um, I, I'm, I'd say I'm speaking for a lot of people now that I first uh, heard of you and saw you on TikTok. Obviously, that was one of your clues as well because you've been pumping out the mashups on TikTok for definitely over a year anyway they've been everywhere they've been used by like the maddest accounts like a lot of the like English Premier League teams using yeah. the, the mashups on their videos on TikToks of course they're just featuring in DJ sets across the world and then uh, the single coming out as well um, so, and that of course am I right in saying that featured as the first song in the opening like um, little kind of medley part of Love Island this year yeah, it did. It, it actually started. Uh, yeah, this this um, summer's first episode. Yeah, it did. How did that come about? Like, obviously, you probably knew that that was that that was going to be on TV at the time. But how did it feel? You know, a song that was obviously going so viral on TikTok, but seeing it on one of the biggest shows in the world right now, that must have felt incredible. It really did. Like, it, it was. We, we knew it was going to be featured at some point, but um, it was all through our label, Relentless. Uh, they they kind of took that all up. Um, and they hinted to us that it was going to be used, but we had no idea it was going to be used in, in that capacity. Yeah, literally the first song that you see on the program. And obviously, kind of Love Island is kind of known for uh, featuring the biggest kind of dance songs of the last, you know, six months or so, of which there's been loads, loads of, of yeah. unreal dance music coming out like over the lockdown period. But for for um, for that single to soundtrack the, the opening scene is just massive. And it was only out, like, am I right in saying a week or two as well? I think it was two days. I must ask, like, what is on the bucket list? Because it seems to me that you're already absolutely ticking those off, no bother. Like, to have a song out for two days and then it's in the opening <laughs> credits of Love Island, like, that's just bananas. But, like, what, what are your hopes now? Like, I know things are kind of opening back up a lot more in the UK. Ireland have yet to follow suit. But uh, what's been going on? Like, have you got any gigs coming up? Yeah, so most of our stuff uh, is, is here in the UK. Um, like you just said, you know, things here are, are a lot less restricted. And, you know, you guys will, will get there. You'll get there yeah. soon, we hope. Um, so, yeah, most of our gigs are here. We, we did have stuff planned in, in Greece as well that we couldn't do this summer. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're kind of booked up um, right up to the end of the year now. So we're just looking forward to just playing music to people again. It's just been good to to be in front of live audiences that we've, we've missed that feeling um, so much over this last kind of 18 months. As, 
as have a lot of people, you know. A lot yeah. of people Tell in the same me. industry yeah. have felt the same. Yeah, but um, even... even just, just good to be back out there. Yeah, for sure. And even seeing the videos on your social, getting out and doing the gigs and, and being able to perform the mashups that people have been loving for so long during lockdown live again. Yeah. It looks incredible. And then uh, just kind of out of pure jealousy of being a DJ as well, it just looks so good to be on stage again and having a full having a full stage, having a full crowd, having, you know, pyrotechnics and CO2 and everything. It looks it looks unreal and it looks like um all the kind of hard graft that you've put in in building that audience, building the following over lockdown, uh, is really like is coming coming to one now and uh you're really uh benefiting from all the graft. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy actually because when this first came about and we brought into lockdown, we didn't know how it was going to pan out and we didn't know if we're going to come out uh, at the other side better or worse. Or we, we know a lot of DJs had trouble getting back into it, but I think um, it's going to take some time, but it seems to be, seems to be working out all right. And for us, um, because we had each other during lockdown, yeah. we kind of bounced off each other and... We, we, we managed to make something out of it. I know a lot of people didn't. Um, they, they got depressed or uh, it, it took them a while. But thankfully, we managed to, to, to make something out of it, yeah. Totally, yeah. And it's so amazing as well to look back and be like, you know, as you said, lockdown was quite different for, for other people. But to be able to look back and say, hey, we gave it a really good shot during lockdown and look at us now. Like, you know, the sky is the limit. <laughs> yeah. And we cannot wait to see you guys perform live over in Ireland. We're absolutely buzzing, A, for a gig, but two, to get you guys yeah. over because we've loved your TikToks. We've loved all the tunes that you're putting out during lockdown. And we just cannot wait to see it all unfold in person. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The Zoo Cast with Jazz and Laura.